provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave Me at insagency.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial. I heart radio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms. We're on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. And join us on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and we're now on Threads. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, or home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. 
Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you will find that pretty easily. Uh, join us for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. If you didn't catch us this afternoon at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV, plenty of ways to catch the program tonight, 6 p.m. on LAE. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, that's WLA-TV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, and always on the WLA-TV YouTube, YouTube channel. All right, um, we had Ricardo LeCompte of um, Channel 4 Sports. Also, again, Brett Martell of the Associated Press. Uh, both guys did a great job. We break, broke down Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Ricardo gave us a a, a, a preview of the Rubel Classic that's, that's tonight at 6 o'clock with um, Nichols taking on Southeastern up in Hammond, Louisiana. Uh, great show. Hope you get a chance to check it out. And, of course, we'll have it on our social media platforms, hopefully this evening and not by tomorrow, uh, for those that are outside the viewing area of either Pelican Sports Television, which is statewide, or WLAE-TV, which reaches the entire metropolitan New Orleans area. All right, uh, um, Today, our program is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. And I want to remind everybody uh, that, again, they will be open for Thanksgiving holiday. holiday. They're always open at all the the, um, Oceana Family of Restaurants. They don't close. They're open seven days a week. They, they open up for, again, uh, breakfast over at Oceana, lunch and dinner at, at the other restaurants, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and, of course, a great menu for it, the hideout bar with, again, live music, fantastic cocktails. So they will be open on Thanksgiving. They will be serving fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno cornbread, and mustard greens, all that for 25 bucks. And then, of course, if you'd like to have them cater your Thanksgiving dinner uh, at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, this is for every restaurant, Oceana, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. You can visit the uh, individual websites, but you can also call Erica at, uh, again, 504-525-3661. That's extension 211. I'm going to give you that again, 504 504- 525-3661, that's extension 211. Uh, if you'd like to have uh, one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants cater your uh, upcoming Thanksgiving celebration. Uh, and, of course, this half, half hour is brought to you by our friends at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oh, yeah. You got friends and family coming in from out of town? Get down to 205 Bourbon Street and enjoy again lunch and dinner. Uh, fantastic. Seven days a week for you. Uh, first of all, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, but again, something for everyone on the menu, as they do at all the Oceana family of restaurants, right? You'll have fantastic burgers, steaks, barbecue ribs that'll melt in your mouth, salads if you're, again, you're, you're watching your waistline. Also, again, you can en- enjoy, again, uh, fa- fantastic uh, appetizers, um, something for everyone on the menus. And then, of course, man, while you're there, it's, it's a, celebra- a celebratory time, right? Have yourself a fantastic cocktail. Uh, made by, again, some of the great mixologists here in the city of New Orleans. Uh, two Bourbon Street balconies, if you're planning an event, uh, upcoming event, whether it be Mardi Gras, any time is the right time to do a, a, uh, an event at Old New Orleans Cookery. They've got two Bourbon Street balconies with pri- uh, adjoining private rooms. Uh, you can dine in those rooms. You can also have the event in those rooms. Uh, and then, of course, private bar in those rooms as well as private restroom and, of course, adjoining balconies on, the, on, on again, the second and third floors. You can't beat it. Uh, when they when they do have uh, again when the event is not happening they use it for overflow. Uh, take a photo in their their world famous stairwell that leads up to those Bourbon Street balconies. 
fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, you've seen pictures from, again, stars from around the world, athletes, etc. Everybody taking pictures on, 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 the, uh, on the stairwell. Why don't you join the crew? And, then, of course, again, if you're looking for a wonderful dining experience, you found it at Old New Orleans Cookery. Perfect for date night, closing that, that business deal, getting together with friends and family. 205 Bourbon Street to find out more is nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. Always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. They will be open again for Thanksgiving. And you can also, again, cater your next event, uh, 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 cater your, your Thanksgiving dinner through uh, our friends over at Old New Orleans Cookery as well. All right, a regular um, Thursday for us, uh, we start the day talking Tulane, as we always do. Gary Smith, Wave Report, uh, NOLA.com, the Times Pick Union will join us at, uh, in, in just about two minutes. Uh, then Ross Jackson jumps in at 4.35 this afternoon talking Saints. Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights, talking some Pels. Finally, some, some good news about the Pels we can talk about. And then we finish up with Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. He will join us talking LSU. We might throw in some Saints and Pels in there if we had a chance. But we'll talk Jaden Daniels and LSU with him. All that coming up here on the program. Remember, if you miss any of today's program or any program in the past, you can always head over to, again, uh, the Anchor website or your favorite podcasting platform and be able to catch our podcast. We, we, we usually have that up about 30 minutes after the program each and every weekday. All right, with that, without further ado, let's head to the guest line. Uh, he does a fantastic job covering the Tulane Greenway, but I've said it before. You know, I love him having him on this show, the TV show, because he, he's, he's one of those rare guys these days, right, uh, that has a beat, uh, okay, so his beat is Tulane. But he covers all sports. He knows everything. I'm telling you right now, you can ask him an NFL question, he's got it. NBA question, he's got it. College football, baseball, basketball, he's all over it. He's Gary Smith. He is, again, the, uh, uh, his, his website, The Wave Report, is, again, the most comprehensive look at Tulane athletics. If you're a Tulane fan and you want the you want information concise, you want it accurate, and, and you want it first, Join the Wave Report. Make sure you subscribe. And, of course, he's with NOLA.com, the Times Picayune, and the Advocate. Gary, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Always good. All right, let's let's start off. I want to start with, with, well, with you, like, like we started mm-hmm. off with, with uh, the guys on the TV show today when we talked Tulane. I'm going to get into, the, in, into this weekend. We'll get into the games. But I want to talk a bit about Michael Pratt. And, and also Willie Fritz. We did a little bit of this last week, but we know a little bit more now, right? You were at the press conference when, um, when Willie was asked uh, about uh, Courtney Gosha mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and uh, him being uh, maybe the next athletic director over at, at Tulane. For those that don't know, he's the deputy AD right now. Uh, and, and he said that's his dude, right? Mm-hmm. He also said he's been yep. consulted. Why don't you take it from here and give us what, what you've been able to find out, what you're hearing. Yep. Oh, again, what, 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 what uh, again, what, what Courtney, uh, tell us a little bit about Courtney Gosha as well, if you've got any yeah. information there. Well, first, I'm going to correct you on the pronunciation, and I had it wrong, too. It's Gosha, um, and, I, Gosha. and I, I'm sensitive to that well, because you. with my first name being spelled the way it is, I've been used to right. people mispronouncing my first name, but I, I, I've been saying it wrong on air the whole time, but it's Gosha. Right. Um, yeah, clearly. Thank yeah. you. We've got. I think there's. I think it's down to two names. It could change as as it's like a soap opera sometimes these these searches. But I think I think it's down to two names. Uh, I think Courtney Gaucher will get the job unless Brian White, the Florida Atlantic athletic director, reverses course. He told ESPN today that he's not interested in Tulane at all. He's never even applied for the job, but he's also in kind of a tricky situation where he wants to say make it clear that he. <laughs> Whether he's interested in the job or not, he wants to make it look at Florida Atlantic like he's staying. 
Um, I don't. I think if, if Brian White sticks to not um, not being interested in Tulane, I think that Courtney Gauthier is probably going to get the job. I I I, I um I was tipped off earlier today that it might be coming really soon, but then some, I've talked to some other sources later than that, and they say no no actual decision has has been reached yet. And I think some of that hinges on well, they're they're going to be in Boca Raton um, where Brian White is this weekend, and I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But 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 with Courtney Gauthier, I, I want to clear up one misconception is. It is true that coaches tend to want the guy who's on who who they know who's on staff, yes. but that's not what this is about. These coaches, and it's not just Willie Fritz. He clearly holds the most power right now, as as he should. <laughs> um, but uh, um, the uh, Ron Hunter loves Courtney Gauthier. Um The entire baseball staff loves Courtney Gauthier. Um I, I have been told Willie Fritz thinks that Courtney Gauthier is going to be a a superstar as an athletic director somewhere down the road, and he wants it to be at Tulane. Look, there's there some issues. The guy's young. He's 35. Um, he's relatively inexperienced. But Willie Fritz is in an incredible position of power right now, and that was so out of character for him in terms of what he normally does to actually make a public statement on something, and that lets you know how strongly he, he wants Courtney Gauthier. And there could be like again. I don't think you can make a decision based solely on one coach. That's not how a successful business is normally run or program is normally run. Mm-hmm. But I, I certainly would say that if they did not hire Courtney Gauthier, there's a much better chance of Willie Fritz not being Tulane's football coach next year if he gets the offer, uh, offer that he likes. Mm-hmm. I, I can I, I can say that much. <laughs> I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with everything you just said, honestly, because again, yeah. again, he rarely comes out and and, yeah. and well, again. But, but does anything? I was kind of out of character what he did the other nope. day at, at the press conference. Yeah, um, correct. Yeah, and, yeah, and he does. Ha- he does have the stroke in the cachet right mm-hmm. now, as he should. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because again, the NIL money, as I talked about this week, uh, the the funding that's flowing in through through the athletic through athletic department, pardon me, through again mm-hmm. donations from alumni, is because of football, yeah. and because of Willie Fritz. Totally, and, and look, he's twenty one and three since the start of last year, and you hope. People sometimes people think, well, they you know they've made a better environment for coaches to win at Tulane, which is true, they have. But if you think that that you that that you could get a coach that would go twenty one and three in the current environment, you'd be kind of nuts. So um, again, you can't let a you can't let one person hold you hostage. But uh, what Willie Fritz has done is is truly remarkable. Um, it, it depends I, on the person. I, I did not think it was. <laughs> I honestly did not think it was possible that Tulane could have this run of success over two years until I saw it on the field last year. Then I thought it was possible pretty quickly right. last year. Um, yeah. But uh, so 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 we'll see where this goes. I, I have been told. The decision could be made in the next couple of days, but it seems like there's a hold. There's some holdout that they they for some reason there's some people in the administration that want to wait till um, after Thanksgiving. I don't I don't understand why you wait. I mean, right. this is I think it's been what 47 days now since uh, mm-hmm. Troy Dannon took the Washington job. That's plenty of time. It would make sense for me to get it done sooner rather than later. But 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 yes. those are the two timetables I've been told: either the next couple of days or not until after Thanksgiving. I gotta believe. If if Willie Fritz is stepping out and endorsing uh, Courtney Gauthier yep. as again the, the next AD, that there's there's been a, there's a handshake agreement that again if the Power Fives come calling he's not just gonna he's not gonna leave in other words Gauthier's yep. not gonna get the job and then he moves yeah. on. I, you would think. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't. That, 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 that would be logical, right? I, it's logical for sure. I've just I've been in the business too long now and seen the way the, what what happens. If, if I mean. Say 
they say all this happened, and then and then and then Kansas's coach moved on, and they they told Willie Fritz he was their number one candidate. I, I'm not a hundred percent certain that that's the case, but certainly Willie Fritz is an honorable man. There's no doubt about that. No doubt. I think it would have to if if for those two things to happen, it would have to be an absolute dream situation for him that he that he that he really wanted. And I think mm-hmm. Kansas might fit that bill since he's from from the state of Kansas. It's in a conference. Right. It's in a power conference that's winnable, <laughs> as opposed to like these Mississippi State. At that that's a no go. Why would any coach that has any sense want to go to Mississippi State with what the SEC is going to become next year, where you you go there to to to, to just die and wither on a vine? But uh, clear, but, but yeah, look, make it simple. Absolutely, if they were to hire Courtney Gaucher, there would be a heck of a lot better chance of Willie Fritz um, being Tulane's coach next year than if they didn't. Does that come with a raise? You could I'm you know I'm I'm not I'm yeah I don't. That's and the reason why I'm asking really, is other teams are yeah. going to throw money at him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, where's where's Tulane in, in terms I mean, of being able to compete there? Yeah, I mean they can't compete with Power Five schools. They they that's just not realistic. I mean, there's an, a, somebody like say Baylor's job comes open. I don't mm-hmm. think that will with Dave Aranda there, but he struggled the last two years. Tulane can't make the same money. Willie Fritz is not about money now. Last year, what did he do? Um, he made some demands, and it was all that he wanted the assistant coach's pool right. increase because he understands he he's comfortable. I with him, I really <laughs> and and I rarely say this because this is a business. It's a I mean, it's just the way the world works. And when they're throwing that kind of money around, it's hard to, to turn down. But he really isn't a coach. He's about the money. If he were to leave, it would be about wanting to test himself at the Power Five level when he knows this is his last chance because he's 63 years old right now. Yeah, Gary Smith is with us from WaverPortNold.com. Gary, let me uh, look. I, I'm not at the press conference as you are. Yeah. Do his, does his wife and, and, and himself do, do they love New Orleans? I mean, have they enjoyed their time here? Because again, that's For, one of the things Tulane fans yeah. worry about. When I talk to them, that mm-hmm. crime, everything that's going on. Yeah. From, could that push him out the door? From from what I've heard, they have become look. The, Willie Fritz was not a big city guy. He'd never been a big city guy before um, when he came here. But I'm, from all I've heard, they have come to like New Orleans. Um, not, I don't, <laughs> I don't think legitimately. And, and, and you know, he made a really interesting comment at the beginning of this year about his assistant coaches that he changed his staff quite a bit this year. And he said he's really to take him in a while, but he realized that you absolutely needed to have assistant coaches who wanted to be in New Orleans because for the reasons you just said, he's. He, I think he's had coaches come a couple that came last year that got to New Orleans and then were like, whoa, hold a second. I'm not really that comfortable here, that kind of thing. And so now what do you have? You have two ex-Saints coaches on the staff who wanted to stay in New Orleans. And yeah, I don't think that, I don't think not liking New Orleans is going to be a factor for, for, for Willie. Okay, if he, if, if, that's if, a question if he I leaves. get all the that time. Way. Yeah. I think, yeah, it makes sense considering his background. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, I, I think that he actually does like New Orleans and that's not a factor. It would be more just the feeling like he wanted a new challenge, which is, you know, that, that could be a factor. We'll see. Yeah, it could be. All right, let's talk Michael Pratt. You and I discussed this a little bit last week. Uh, you know, we, we know that this is going to be a very top-heavy uh, quarterback draft. It may be in his best interest to come back to school, whether that's in, at, at Tulane or a Power 5 conference, play another, another season, and, and then jump into the draft next year where he'll probably be a higher pick. With that said, what do you think he's going to do? you think if, if Willie stays, he stays? Do you think he's probably going to try to maybe test himself at a, at a Power 5 conference that maybe is ready to go and all he needs is a quarterback? What's your gut? 
I think it's true. I think I think he's a smart guy. I think it's totally going to be determined for him by what his draft stock is, and that stuff changes. It's unbelievable how that stuff changes. These are supposed to be professionals who know what they're doing, and then you but you see this unbelievable changes sometimes, and it's like what happened? Guys haven't even played a game since the end of the season, and some and some of that stuff changes. I think he's going to go through the process, and he wants to find out what what he's going to do. I think I he's played four years in college. I think he thinks he's ready to go to the NFL. So I think that's his number one choice, it, but at all, he's okay. not dumb. It, like you said, if he feels like his prospects would be a lot better if, if he stayed in college, uh, he would return from what <laughs> I, I'm not going to speak for him on that. I have a, I, I, I have a feeling that if he, if he did play a fifth year in college, it might be somewhere else trying to, mm-hmm. trying to improve his draft stock, but I don't have any, that's not coming from him or anybody around him. It's just my general, just, from watching college athletics over the year and, and the way it works right now. But my number one, I think, I think he thinks he's ready to go to the NFL now. And the only way he wouldn't do that is if he told he's not going to get drafted very high. Sure. So talk about Florida Atlantic this weekend, this matchup between Tulane and, and, and of course, uh, and, and, uh, and Florida Atlantic, pardon me. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can't. I, I've been dismissive of Tulane's opponents for the last several weeks, and obviously, every single game has <laughs> has been a fight to the death almost at the end. So I, I'm not going to do that anymore. I, I will say, Florida Atlantic, they they have a little more cachet than they should because of their coach Tom Herman, who's who's considered one of the um, a top guy in the business, and actually had a lot of success at Houston in two years before going to Texas, and actually took them to bowl games all four years, won all four bowl games, and then got fired. Um, but the reality is Florida Atlantic's not a very good football team. They're four and six. They just lost the angst from Tulane fans after they beat East Carolina 13 to 10, two weeks ago was like, how could they possibly be embarrassed like that and almost lose? Well, Florida Atlantic hosted East Carolina last week and lost 22 to seven. Um, they lost to UAB the week before that. Those are two teams with combined five wins. So they're not playing well right now. They're four and six. It's a team Tulane should beat. And I think Tulane will beat them, but obviously every single game that Tulane's played in the American athletic conference this year have gone down to the end and Tulane's banged up. There's a real chance, a real chance, Eric, that Tulane will not have <laughs> Lawrence Keyes, who's definitely out, yes. Jaquan Jackson, and Joel Keith Brown for this game. And that's a, it's a different football team when they don't have those three guys. They're speed green. guys. They can't. It, that's a problem. And it, I, I think it's going to be another game on Saturday where Tulane's just going to have to make plays at the end and 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 mm-hmm. and, 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 and and grit it out. They've been incredibly good at that this year. Yeah. They, despite all these close games, the last time Tulane trailed in the second half of a conference game was the first play of the fourth quarter against Memphis. They scored a touchdown, stayed ahead of Memphis. They've never been behind in the second half of these other games. So they've done just enough to win, and I have a feeling that that's going to be the scenario on Saturday. You mentioned uh, the, the skill position players. How about Green and Remitage? Um, Rashad Green, he's out. I think he's not – they haven't ruled him out, but it's funny. Trey Tuggle, who hadn't started since his freshman year mm-hmm. at, at right tackle, graded out as their highest offensive lineman, period, on, in that game on last Saturday. Willie Fritz said he played a terrific game. That's another difference from Tulane in the past. They, they, they have depth. They've lost some offensive linemen, and they, they, they've still contributed. Um, 
I know they're gonna they're still gonna be missing a couple of defensive linemen, Angelo Anderson, um, Adonis Frelo, who's been out for several weeks. He's not gonna be right. back. Um, but neither one of them are starters. It's really the offense, and, and, and Shoddy Clayton Johnson will not play again too. So that there that, wow. that that's a factor. Shoddy, he's a good backup. Yes. Um, Shedra Lewis had the terrific kickoff return um, against Tulsa, and he had one really nice run. But I don't think he's an effective as effective as a running back as Shoddy Clayton Johnson. Yeah. So they're gonna need a they're gonna need a they're gonna need a huge day from Makai Hughes on yeah. Saturday. That would that will help their cause tremendously because if they're well, missing all those speed receivers, um, it's just not the same offense as it is. You no, know, it's not. Those guys. You saw it last week. You saw the yeah. hesitance in, in in Michael Pratt a little bit. I mean, uh, yeah. no disrespect to those receivers, but he's mm-hmm. used to his guys. Yeah. And they yeah. take a little bit away from him. Hey, let me ask you a final question. Um, sure. Tulane loses one spot in in, uh, in, in, in the college football playoff poll, uh, 23 to 24. Now, look, this is my opinion. I, 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 I think that, again, it's probably because these games have been so close in the American yeah. Athletic Conference. They look, do, do you believe, do you think that as well? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, they're they're a lot higher in the in the in the AP poll and the coaches poll, but they have not. Yes. They did not play well against Tulsa. That that was a little different than the other games. They got outgained by about 120 yards. Their defense gave up over five yards per run for the running backs. A quarterback who was a redshirt a walk-on freshman threw for 357 yards on him. He played really well. I mean, some of those passes were great, but that stuff that just wasn't happening. Their, their defensive line has only had one sack. In the last four games, this was a team strength. I'm writing about that tomorrow um, in, in, um, at NOLA.com. But, uh, so there are some concerns. I, I do think it's hard the second year when you've had so much success the first year to be up for, for, for 60 minutes. And I really do think that the players have kind of been a little complacent the last two weeks thinking they had the game to one. They, they were up 14 nothing at the end of the first quarter on Tulsa. They thought the game was over, and it sure, it sure as heck wasn't. So I, I don't have a problem with it. It really doesn't matter. Once James, when James Madison lost their appeal last night to become eligible, there's no team that's going to move ahead of Tulane if Tulane wins their next three games. If Tulane wins their next three games, they are playing right. in a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, it would have been a different story if James Madison had won their appeal, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't really matter where Tulane is ranked as long as they keep winning. It, and it, and that, I think that all bit is there, is there for the taking. Yeah, They win the next no. three games. Posters are moving them up because, again, yeah. these are made for TV, yeah. right? So yeah, they, they would have won two. Sure they would have been in the UTSA, top fifteen, top thirteen. Which is yeah, UTSA has won like twenty-three straight conference games going back to Conference USA, and they would have beaten either SMU or Memphis, um, or maybe UTSA in a rematch. But probably one of those other two teams in the in, in the championship game. Those are that would be two really nice wins. And at that point, close wins don't matter when you win them all. And yep. by that time they would have won them all. Yeah. I think they'd be easily in the top 15 if, if, yep. if, if that happened. And there's no other team, even in the, there's no other team even scraping the top 25 right now mm-hmm. from the group of five conferences. Agreed. Thank you for your time each and every week. Uh, love having you on the show. Tell everybody about your great site. And of course, again, how folks can follow you on social media. Uh, and of course you can always check out his work at NOLA.com, the times Picune, and the advocate. Tell us all about it. Sure. My website um, is obviously um, thewavereport.com, um, Tulane.rivals.com. Any any updates on the athletic director search? That's 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 the, the first place to to look. Noah.com. I did a comprehensive story on the. I finally I got I got some good sourcing on this, so I'm pretty confident I'm going to be on top of this all the way all the way through here. Um, obviously, if any significant news breaks there, you'll see that on on Noah.com, and uh, and then doing kind of writing a story on what's just the defensive line, what's going on with the defensive line, this dominant group from the first five games of the year. 
production-wise and statistic-wise has not been the same group in the last five games. Um, they don't. They do not seem concerned about it. <laughs> um, they they say part of the reason is the type of they they've been playing opponents who have game planned for them and thrown a lot of quick passes. But uh, a, a big a story on them and, and and where they think they're going from here. At Garrett Smith on on X. Thanks so much for your time, my friend. Uh, we will be out next week for um, uh, Thanksgiving. So, again, mm-hmm. have a wonderful Thanksgiving with you and your family. We'll pick it up the following week. Thanks. Same to you, Eric. I uh, really love there being you. on your show. Love having you. There he goes. Gary, Gary Smith, each and every week right here on the program. Unless it comes Thanksgiving. For, you know, it's always on a Thursday there. Okay, look, don't forget Thanksgiving. The Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Odawan's Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant will be serving Thanksgiving dinner. Fried turkey with, again, turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno uh, uh, cornbread, mustard greens, all for 25 bucks. If you'd like to have them uh, cater your upcoming uh, Thanksgiving dinner or celebration, uh, call Erica at uh, 504-525-3661. That's 525-3661. That's extension 211. Or you can vid- visit the individual website of the restaurant of your choice, Oceanic Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Remember, all are open on Thanksgiving Day for you to enjoy a great meal. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, again, heating systems, cooling systems, doesn't matter. Again, if you need help, they're there for you. Uh, air conditioning systems, we're going to be using that probably for the next few months uh, on and off. So, again, you got to keep that rolling. But, again, the heating system, having that inspected and repaired uh, if necessary, and, and also, again, thoroughly cleaned is, is, is necessary if you have a gas system. Don't be like my buddy, okay, who turns on the furnace and lets all the, uh, the dirt and the, uh, and, and the, uh, the, the uh, dust burn off and thinks that's good enough, okay? Call my friends at Burkhardt. Have them come out and give a, a thorough inspection of your heating system. You'll be glad you did. It's an inexpensive way to keep your family safe. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Coming up next is Frost Jackson. I'm Mary Castro. Don't move. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studios, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Call 444-4444. This report is sponsored by KFC. KFC's two for $5 chicken wraps. Tis the season for tasty goodness with KFC's new mac and cheese, classic and spicy slaw chicken wraps. Did they mention you can get any two for only five bucks? It's finger licking good. Seeing it, a little bit of stop and go northbound I-310, Luling Bridge, right lane blocked, and US-90 to I-10, it's taken a 30-minute delay, 39 minutes total, westbound 610 New Orleans East to Metairie. It's about a 10-minute ride right now. Otherwise, seeing some slow traffic spots, eastbound I-10, fly over to the high rise, nine minutes, and that's a three-minute delay. Uh, Crescent City Connection, westbound I-10 splits Terry Parkway, couple of minute delay there as well. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen. Your largest investment called DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. 
looking for a tuxedo for an upcoming formal event, Mardi Gras ball, Carnation ball, maybe a school dance for your son. Maybe you're planning a wedding for your son or daughter. Go to New Orleans Tuxedo and save so much money. Uh, why spend 60 to to $100 more for the one-time rental of a tuxedo when my friends at New Orleans Tuxedo have all the latest styles and all the color combinations you're looking for? Uh, and you will not find a lower price in the metropolitan area. A complete classic tux with any de- vest and tie combination is 99 bucks. That's right, $99. If you need full-dress tails, they're $129. Uh, all the latest styles and color combinations you're looking for, and of course, Ray will do everything he can to match your great stress. If you're looking, again, to plan a wedding, look, don't go overpay for formal wear. Allow, again, my friends at New Orleans Tuxedo, again, award-winning service from the knot, again, uh, to uh, come out and, and, and make sure, again, that your, your wedding is a success. Again, uh, 60 to $100 less is what, is what you'll spend on the one-time rental of a tuxedo. And Ray Butcher works with you uh, again, uh, and, you're, and you're either your wedding planner or, you're, or, again, if you're planning the wedding yourself, to get all the color combinations you're looking for, all the styles you're looking for, and, of course, alterations are done on site. Last-minute rentals, no problem. Get the best price in town and keep your money local at New Orleans Tuxedos. That's 4959 West Napoleon. That's 486-5309. That's 486-5309. Get the right color, the right fit, and the right price for your next formal event at New Orleans Tuxedos since 1963. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
For 54 years, privateer student-athletes have proudly worn New Orleans across their chests. Join NOLA's team today. We are your crew. To learn more about New Orleans athletics and how to join our crew, go to UNOPrivateers.com. Don't forget about my friends over at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Yes, you already know they'll be open Thanksgiving, serving Thanksgiving dinner for you. Remember, fried turkey, turkey gravy, crawfish, jalapeno, cornbread, mustard greens, all for 25 bucks. You can also cater your event through Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant uh, by calling 504-525-3661, extension 211. Ask for Erica. Rated number one neighborhood restaurant um, uh, by uh, our friend, uh, neighborhood number, number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, get in there and enjoy, again, a fantastic meal with a great ambiance of Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, it is a... It is a great restaurant with a little bit of a sports bar type feel. 30-plus TV screens all over the restaurant. You'll never miss a play. Again, all with all the great sports that are going on right now, you can go ahead and grab yourself a table or a booth, uh, belly up to the bar, and be ready to roll all day long with all the great sports that you'll be able to see. Amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection, and a mouthwatering menu that, again, that, that, will, that will, again will satisfy everyone that goes there. Something for everyone on the menu, as I mentioned. Cajun Creole cuisine, but so much more. Hamburgers, steaks. Also, again, great barbecue ribs, uh, uh, fish, uh, pasta dishes. Absolutely outstanding menu for you. And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique because it's the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. What does that mean? Check out the memorabilia that adorns the walls at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Some of that stuff belongs in a museum. It's outstanding. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. All right. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us in the program. Our good friend Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints Podcast is with us. I was, I was uh, talking about Ross yesterday on the program. I'm telling you, if you're not checking out Ross on a daily basis with his podcast, you're not keeping up with the New Orleans Saints, period, the end. Uh, again, always great stats for you, insight. Uh, and, of course, he's with us each and every Thursday. Ross, welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. Appreciate you having me on and having me back as always, man. Thanks always for good me. to have you. Before we get started, tell the folks about, about the podcast and where they can find all your written work. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find the podcast Locked on Saints uh, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Just search Locked on Saints. You can find all the written work over at Saints News Network. That's uh, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering the New Orleans Saints, working alongside some uh, great guys like Bob Rose and Kyle T. Mosley and John Hendricks. Keep you up to date with New Orleans Saints there. You can find that by just simply typing uh, Saints.media in your browser. That'll take you straight to the website. You can find it all in one place on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson, NOLA, NOLA as well. Thanks for being with us. Ross, I, I got to tell you, of course. I'm, I'm watching the game on Sunday, and I'm saying to myself, uh, wait a minute, they, they've got Shahid, they've got Olave, they've got, um, they've got uh, uh, Taysom Hill, uh, they've also got Kamara. Uh, and 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 I'm I'm saying to myself they're playing us one of the more blitz the, the, one of the teams that blitz more than anybody else in the league. Where is the motion? Okay, why are they not using Shahid like the Dolphins use Tyreek Hill? Um, and then I read your I read your tweet earlier this uh, uh, later on this week where you talked about the lack of motion with this team. Why don't you take it from here and what you did in your study of again breaking this down because. In, 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 an, in, an, in an era where we have mobile quarterbacks, where motion is a big part of what you're doing to be able to try to, to, to identify what the, what the defense is doing, but also maybe you know, give you a little bit of an advantage, it doesn't seem like the Saints are doing. Yeah, the Saints have pretty actively stayed away from motion, and believe it or not, uh, they got into Week 10 here and then did what, what I calculate as their, their least amount of motion so far this season, which is, which is pretty unexplainable, um, especially going up against the type of defense that you're going up against. 
Um, and especially being in a situation where you're forced to pass a lot in this game, which means you have every opportunity for motion uh, that you want uh, in this one. Uh, but like, look, the Saints just haven't really bought into it. They, they haven't done it. They didn't run a single, uh, I believe they didn't run uh, a single play action pass at all uh, in the game against Minnesota either. And that's with, you know, Derek Carr in the first half, who was, who was fantastic in play action. That was one of the reasons why they brought him here to New Orleans is because they like what he can do in play action. Um, and then of course, Jameis who ran play action his entire time in Tampa and then like, didn't, they just didn't do it. So um, it, it's just for whatever reason, it's just not a part of the New Orleans Saints game plan. If it is a part of the game plan, it's not being called, but to a certain point, you just kind of have to point all the way back to the system. It's not a part of the system. And if you're going to be an NFL team that wants to compete right now in today's NFL, you have to have that innovation. And right now, all of the innovation around the NFL is based on pre-snap motion over on the offensive side. This is no longer a league that, you know, the sixth offensive lineman is taking everything by storm. That, that's not where innovation is right now in the NFL. The innovation right now is eye candy, right, doing what it takes to challenge the eye discipline of the opposing team. We watched the New Orleans Saints defense be challenged in eye discipline the entire first half against the Minnesota Vikings, and the Saints recoup that in absolutely no way over on the offensive side. You look at the, the motion that's sweeping the nation right now. You mentioned Tyreek Hill. Miami Dolphins started taking Tyreek Hill from the uh, inside set of a uh, multi, you know, of, of like a three by one situation where you have three receivers on one side and one receiver on the opposite. They'll take their speedy receiver, put him on the inside of the three by one formation, start the motion before the snap of him kind of running out on a wheel route, snap the ball as he gets to the line of scrimmage, and then all of a sudden he's at 75% of his top speed off the line of scrimmage at the point of his release. New Orleans Saints have done none of that so far this season. And I asked several people within the locker room, players within the locker room, the advantage of using that kind of motion. And it's very clear across the NFL where that type of motion has and brings an advantage. New Orleans Saints haven't incorporated any of it. And so it's all very interesting to me uh, to see, but it, it goes back to what we talked about last year and what we've been talking about early on so far this season. This New Orleans Saints offense is not ready for today's game. And how is that? I mean, when, when, there was motion in the Peyton offense before. I mean, we've talked mm-hmm. about, again, the playbook is there. I mean, Carmichael knows the playbook. He was part of, again, the, the genesis of this playbook and, again, how it, 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 it kind of evolved over time with, with Drew Brees. It, it blows my mind. Yeah, and, and, and the big thing that you're looking at is, and, and you saw that you, you, you said the difference right there, Sean Payton, not Sean Payton, and that's the big difference. Um, it might be, you know, the Saints have done everything that they can to kind of maintain the Sean Payton offense, but they've maintained the Sean Payton offense with the things that their, that their coaches like, right, the things that the coaches in the building right now like. And so you're not running Sean Payton's scheme, you're running Pete Carmichael's version of the Sean Payton scheme. And it's clear that for Pete Carmichael, things like motion, things like play action, don't play a big role in what they want to do over the offensive side, even though the rest of the NFL is telling us otherwise. You look at the Shanahan system, you look at uh, Bobby Slowick, who is doing a phenomenal job right now with a rookie quarterback, and C.J. Stroud, who's in MVP conversation right now. You look at the Miami Dolphins, you look at the Los Angeles Rams, so on and so forth. These teams use a lot of motion, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they're all there, uh, but this is not Sean Payton's offense. This is Pete Carmichael's version of the Sean Payton offense, and that means that there are going to be things that Payton liked that Pete didn't like. There are going to be things that they both like. There are going to be things that Carmichael likes that Sean Payton didn't like, whatever, uh, and, and that's just kind of where it is. And I think what we're seeing right now is that the, this version of the offense, either because of the personnel that the team has assembled or because the system itself has its ceiling, it's just not working. Mm-hmm. Not consistently enough, at least.
Oh, I, look, I'm, I'm with you. When, when you put that out there, it confirmed everything that I was thinking on Sunday as I'm watching the game. Um, let's talk a little bit about the lack of t- using Taysom Hill a- as a runner. They only ran the ball 15 times last week. Now, they did get behind, but they, they did, they did kind of close the gap there. And especially of what he did the previous week, and, and then knowing again, if you uh, based on his touches, you have more of a chance to win. Just be, again, mind blowing that again that Taysom Hill wasn't getting the football. Yeah, I mean it's it's this is what we saw last year too, and, and and I hate to sound like a broken record, but I think it's important to highlight that like the Saints are still struggling to do struggling with the same issues that they had last season. Uh, to me, that is an important thing because this is not a Derek Carr conversation. This is not a you know, Chris Olave conversation, a Michael Thomas conversation, like the things that have kind of come in and distracted a little bit from, you know, what, what is and isn't the issue uh, over the course of, of this season to me are need to be put aside. And right now we, we should start looking at the fact that the Saints have been struggling with the same things for 27 games in a row now, effectively. Um, and, and part of that is the disappearing and, and, and the disappearance and the not, utilize, not utilizing star players that help you win games. Um, Taysom Hill, I, I understand that the Saints played from behind, but they also got the ball with you know more than two minutes, around three minutes left uh, in the game, down eight points, effectively one score. You have the opportunity to put the ball on the ground there and to utilize and do some of the things that allow you to punch and counterpunch, as Dennis Allen says. And the Saints just didn't do that over the offensive side. They went straight to throwing. I think they threw something like 20 times in their last 21, 23 plays or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, right. you know, they, they just completely turned into, into that team. And, and what they'll say and what they have said is, well, they were in obvious passing situations, but down eight with three minutes left in the clock, two and a half minutes left in the clock, you're not necessarily in an obvious passing situation in that case. You can go back to the ground. And I also think that the Saints abandoned the run game early, too early in the, set, in the first half as well, particularly mm-hmm. in the second quarter, where they went three plays, three plays, two plays in terms of their drives in the second quarter. Yep. And that was a big reason why is because they didn't do anything to build any rhythm for themselves. You're not going to do that just by passing the ball. You have to be able to run the ball. And we've watched the, the Saints team, whether because of poor blocking up front, whether because of game plan, whether because of uh, uh, play calling, whatever it might be, we've watched this run game struggle. I get that, but you still have to lean into it. The kudos that I give to the Saints early on a season is that even when they were averaging in a game three, three and a half yards per carry, they were still running the ball 27, right. 31, 34 times. Like they were still committed to their run game. Mm-hmm. This game against the Minnesota Vikings, it almost feels like they panicked when they got down as big as they got down, and that led to them getting down more, and it led to them not being able to, uh, to climb out of that hole. Let me ask you about the defense before before we let you go. Uh, the inability to be able to corral to to uh, these uh, these mobile quarterbacks, the lack of discipline in terms of their lanes on on the defensive line. When you break the film down, what are you seeing? Yeah, I think it's a lot of eye discipline, particularly early on. And and Alante Taylor talked about this earlier on in the week too, in the day after presser that he did with us. Um, he spoke about you know the eyes being the challenge that, you know, you, you, you see better, you play better, all of those things. And so that, that's, again, like that, that's the value of things like motion. It's also the value of play action. It's the value of, you know, uh, a post-snap motion just as well. You know, players crossing the line or crossing uh, across the field behind the line of scrimmage, for instance, after the snap. Those things have a lot of value. And, and crossing routes in the middle of the field, the stuff that makes you as a defense have to see more than you need to see. Um, and so I think that, that that becomes a big piece of it with, when it comes to wrangling the mobile quarterback uh, as well. The, the other thing is that, look, the Saints, there are seven, only seven teams in the NFL right now that have more sacks avoided 
than the New Orleans Saints defense. The Saints right now also are the sixth lowest when it comes to converting pressure into sacks. They've got 18 sacks in the season, which is a you know a, a raw number, but the percentages between their sacks to or excuse me between their pressures to sacks is also remarkably low. So that gives you a lot of concern because it's as if they're getting to the quarterback, but they're not able to make the plays when they get to the quarterback. The thing that will keep the New Orleans Saints alive for the rest of the season will be its defense, but the pass rush has to be able to take the steps in the right direction in order for that to happen. The coverage has done its job for the most part. There's some examples yes. of it not, don't get me wrong, but there's fewer examples of it not than there are of it doing it, getting it done. But they have to be able to get the pass rush going over the course of these past seven games, or last seven games, can, excuse me. Can Pierre Paul make a difference? I think he's going to be part of the ingredient that allows them to be able to adjust their pass rush. The way that I look at it is that the pass rush is not going to get better because they added Jason Pierre-Paul. The pass rush is not going to get better because guys like Isaiah Foskey and Peyton Turner come back from injury, which hopefully they'll be able to do. But what those three guys do is give you the ingredients necessary to improve your pass rush plan. The thing that's going to make the pass rush better is improving the pass rush plan, not necessarily the additions, but the additions open the door for them to walk through. Fair point. Thank you for your time. We, we will be off next week for Thanksgiving. So, again, I wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. But we very much appreciate you joining us each and every week here on the program. Tell the folks about your great podcast, how folks can follow you on social media, and where your written work can be found as well. Absolutely, buddy. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours as well. You know how much I appreciate, uh, appreciate you and all of you. Uh, there at the station. Uh, if you want to find the Locked on Saints podcast, just search Locked on Saints wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. You can find all the written work over at Saints News Network, which is Sports Illustrated's fan nation site covering the New Orleans Saints. Just type saints.media into your browser and you can find all of it in one place at Ross Jackson, NOLA, N-O-L-A, on your favorite social media. Thank you, my friend. Great job as always. Appreciate your time. We'll check in with you the week after Thanksgiving. Sounds great, buddy. I appreciate you. Take care, stay safe, and talk to you here soon. Thank you. There he goes. Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints podcast. All right, they'll sign a service agreement with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind and know that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning and heating system. Here's some of the benefits. Uh, they will contact you, and this is it's very inexpensive as well, ladies and gentlemen, and it's worth it. They'll contact you to, to schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections for your AC and heating system. If for some reason you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service. You'll get 10% uh, discount on that demand emergency service, and because Mer- Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your AC and heating system it will prolong that equipment life that equipment life will uh, that that equipment will operate safely and then you're going to save money on your power bills and i'm telling you uh, since they put in that amount of uh, heat pump in, in my home i am saving money every single month with my power bills so again if you're tired of that uh that older air conditioning or heating system just draining your pocketbook uh because of again it's not as efficient as the as the newer models call my friends at burkhart they'll take care of you that's acpromise.com that's acpromise.com don't forget the oceana family of, of restaurants are all open uh for thanksgiving that's right all open for thanksgiving uh mambo's old new orleans cookery bobby bear's cajun Canada restaurant and oceana grill also again the hideout bar will be open uh serving a, a, a great menu as well as again live music uh, fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish, jalapeno, cornbread, mustard greens, all on tap for you. 25 bucks for that. And if you'd like uh, them to bring to, to, to cater your uh, upcoming Thanksgiving meal, call Erica at 504-525-3661. That's extension 211. Or you can go to the individual website of the restaurant that, again, you'd like to order from. Again, uh, Oceana, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Company, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, all open Thanksgiving Day got family and friends coming in from out of town, head on down to one of the Oceana Family Restaurants and enjoy a great meal. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Stay tuned. 
Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Open this Sunday for this extraordinary once-a-year store-wide event. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. At Mattress Firm's Black Friday sale, better sleep and unmissable deals are a sure bet. Save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic and score a $300 instant gift for pillows and more. Plus, get your new bed with fast and free delivery. Don't miss the Black Friday sale at Mattress Firm. Eastbound Crescent City Connection, slow, slow traffic, 24 minutes Lafayette to the I-10 merge, 26 minutes on the HOV lanes. I-10 eastbound between LA-49 and Veterans Boulevard. It's running slow, 20 minutes from Kenner to downtown, eastbound I-10 as well. Westbound I-10, read to the flyover, running about 14 minutes, a four-minute delay slow between North Claiborne and the Claiborne flyover. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, Traffic Center. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks so much for joining us, as always. I want to thank Gary Smith and also Ross Jackson for joining us in hour number one. Ali Cassell and Jordy Collada are up next in hour number two. Uh, and, of course, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hainal Bar. Don't forget, again, all will be open on Thanksgiving Day for you, and they will be serving Thanksgiving fare as well as their regular menu. Fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish, jalapeno, cornbread, mustard greens, all for 25 and if you'd like uh, one of the Oceana Family Restaurants to cater their, your next event or cater your upcoming uh, Thanksgiving dinner, uh, 525-3661. That's 504-525-3661, extension 211. Ask for Erica or go to the website of, of your favorite an Oceana Family Restaurant and uh, you'll be able to, again, contact them directly there. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight at 6 p.m., Features uh, Ricardo LeCamp of uh, Channel 4 and also uh, our friend Brett Martell, Associated Press. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't move. Or Dave me at insagency.com. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have.
Two of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial. Thanks so much for being there. Those that listen out in Radio Land, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. Also, NashFM1061.com as well as EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Of course, check us out on our social media platforms where we post our podcast each and every afternoon. Also, a copy of our TV show is posted on our social media platforms. We keep you informed on what's going on with sports, politics, news. Also, again, we also let you know what's happening with our sponsors as well. That's ericasher.com uh, is the website. At Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. We're now on threads. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Easy. Search Inside New Orleans Show, and you'll be able to find that. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. That's right. Uh, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And, of course, uh, we have a live broadcast every Thursday at 1 o'clock, with the exception of, again, like what will happen this Thursday where we have Thanksgiving. Uh, but other than that, every Thursday, 1 o'clock, we're live on WLA-TV and also live on the WLA-TV YouTube channel. Hey, today's program is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill. Uh, we've, we've talked about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar, and, of course, our friends over at Mambo's. Uh, before I, I tell you a little bit about Mambo's, I want to remind everybody that all the Oceana Family Restaurants will be open on Thanksgiving uh, Day. Uh, if you've got friends and family coming out of town, you don't feel like cooking, you want to you head down to the French Quarter uh, where you can go to either Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, or Oceana Grill. Uh, maybe a Metairie, you go to Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, and, of course, they got a great feast for you. Fried turkey with, again, turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno cornbread with mustard greens, uh, and all that is $25. Uh, there's a Thanksgiving catering menu available for you on all the websites of each restaurant. So Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, all have, again, their own, uh, own websites. You can contact those restaurants directly on their website uh, to find out more about catering options. Uh, look at the menu. Or you give Erica a call at 504-525-3661. That's extension 211. That's Erica, 504-525-3661, extension 211. She is handling all restaurant catering um, um, uh, orders. So, again, you can call her directly. And don't forget about Mambo's. Man, if you're in the quarter, you've got to go to Mambo's. I mean, if you haven't been yet and, you, and you're, you're a frequent uh, visitor to the French Quarter, what are you waiting on? You're talking about, again, three floors of the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street, okay? You're talking about Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, you're talking about not one, but uh, you're, you're talking about a Bourbon Street balcony, 
Uh, you're also talking about Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. That's your only rooftop bar. Uh, the, the restaurant is laid out beautiful because as you walk in, you again, you got beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street where you kind of check out all the craziness not having to be in it. There's an authentic French Quarter courtyard in, in the back of the restaurant which you can dine there, have, your, have, your next, have, have some cocktails, also have your next event. Uh, and then, of course, again, take the elevator to the second floor. You can stay well if you'd like. You want to get a little exercise, right? Uh, and, of course, you, you'll be right there again. Another bar adorns that, adorns that second floor. A lot of seating. And then, of course, you've got, uh, you've got a Bourbon Street balcony. Then you go to the third floor, and it's unique to only, only Mambo's. It's Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, plenty of seating. Again, the, the rooftop bar is outstanding. Uh, you get out there and, again, enjoy a fantastic meal. Uh, again, something for everyone on their menu, as always. Yes, it's Cajun Creole cuisine, but I've said it before. Steaks, burgers. Uh, you've got fantastic seafood. It's always fresh Louisiana seafood. Pasta dishes to die for. I mean, something on the menu that someone is going to enjoy. And, they, and they've done that on purpose at the Oceana Family Restaurants because they know they're not just catering to us locals, but they're also catering to, again, folks that are out of town that, again, may not eat our fantastic food. So, Again, something you'll find something on that menu even for the most finicky eater. Uh, and then right next door is, is the hideout bar, uh, where, again, they've got live music every single day, every single evening. They've got a great menu for you and great cocktails. Outstanding cocktails over at, um, over at Mambo's, as well as lunch and dinner prepared for you seven days a week. You want to find out more, go to mambonola.com. That's mambonola.com. And make your next Bourbon Street memory. At Mambo's and of course the Hideout Bar right next door. They got some great music too, man. That uh, they change bands from from the day to night night part. Uh, so you're always getting a fresh look at again a, di- a different band or a different DJ. And I mean they throw down. It is a, it is a fun place to be. Uh, Mambo's and of course the Hideout Bar right there on Bourbon Street for you. Uh, so you're heading down to the quarter. Make sure again you make a stop at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. All right, joining us in the program now again. Uh, I, I, I just think it's the best website out there when it comes to Pelicans basketball. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the website or you're not, uh, again, uh, following uh, my friend Alec Gassell on, on Twitter, you're not keeping up with the latest on, on when it comes to your New Orleans Pelicans. Um, great insight. Also, again, a fantastic podcast. They do a great job. And uh, we're, we're fortunate to have Ali with us each and every week here on the program. Alec Gassell, the Bird Rights, joins us now on the show. Ali, how are you, my friend? How you doing, Eric? A little bit under the weather, but I'm getting better. I'm on the other side now. I was there last Friday, man. <laughs> Friday through the weekend, it was miserable, but I'm glad to be through it. I, I wish you the best, uh, again, whatever you're dealing with right now, because, again, urgent care is not fun. <laughs> no, I hear you. Look, I'm like Willie, so non-COVID illness, and right. took me out for a couple of days there. I missed the last game, missed the great win against Dallas. Yes, yes. We've got this weekend to look forward to, right? Big games Friday and Saturday. Yep, no doubt. And and, and finally, again, before we get started, tell everybody about your site, how folks can subscribe. If there's someone out there that would like to become part of your site as an advertiser, they can do that. Give us us the whole nine yards on that one. Yeah, thanks, Eric. You can catch all of our work, podcasts, articles over at www.thebirdrights.com. You can follow us along on X, same name, or follow me at Ali Cosell, and also be sure to follow us on uh, YouTube and subscribe to our podcast. Beautiful. All right. Um, let, let's talk 
positive first, right? Let's talk about this win, 131 to 110 over the Mavericks after getting blown out the, uh, again two nights earlier. Uh, most points scored this season, 44.3 quarter, tied for the best in the season. They were up by as many as 33. Unselfishness, effort, energy. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm charting the game like you do, right, Wiley? And, 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 I, and I'm, just, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm writing down on-the-ball defense. That, again, they're playing, they're playing off-the-ball defense. So again, what they did in terms of challenging Luka and Irving, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving in, in, in that game, uh, where they didn't really challenge him again in, in the first game. Uh, what, what, what Jones and, and, and Najee brought to the table in terms of their spark for the, for the team, okay? I mean, uh, again, it was a different effort and energy that we saw that's been missing really since the first four games or five games of the season. Talk about what, from your perspective, what you saw. Yeah, it looked like a completely different team stepped on the court, right, than we had seen in the previous 48 hours. And you mentioned it, Eric. It started with the guys up front playing with the physicality that I don't think I've ever seen Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, who, honestly, people were coming into this last game talking about how they might be the best tandem in the league, right? Saw them score 65 points against the Pels in that first matchup and looked like there was absolutely no answers for them, but... No, that physicality brought by Dyson, Herb, Najee, it changed everything. And like I said, I've never seen Luka struggle this much against the Pelicans, not even close. Usually he torches this team, just like he does just about everybody else in the NBA. But no, Dyson was there up front, and then Herb was sitting there waiting the wings, and I loved what the coaching staff came up with. A, a different plan, right? Every team likes to put Jonas Valanciunas in pick and roll, take advantage of him because he's you know that traditional five. You get him out there in space. He can't defend hardly anybody in the league anymore. So what the Pelicans did was they decided to put Herb Jones on uh, Dallas's center, right, lively. And suddenly Luka Doncic can't run his favorite pick and roll with his center. And that was completely taken away up front. And that seemed to just really um, just set the tone, Eric. And then all of a sudden you saw it, right? They started getting those deflections because Dallas was unsure of themselves. They weren't getting those good three-point three looks like they were in the previous game. But biggest of all, the Pelicans turned their defense, which was fantastic, right? On top of all the steals, 25 deflections, they turned it into points on the other end. So points off turnovers, transition points, right? They had 44 fast break points, I believe, 44-46. So that just Mm -hmm. completely dominated the game. That was the storyline. And that is exactly how this coaching staff wants this team to play, right? Be physical because they've got the bodies defensively and then turn that defense into offense, and it'll make the game easy for this entire team. Ali, 17 steals, six blocks. That's playing defense once again. That's Again, that's just playing on-the-ball defense. That's playing help defense as well. I mean, we saw Zion get a steal, um, a couple steals in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a different, it was a different attitude. Uh, and, and, again, even in the broadcast, again, uh, the guys kept talking about the energy and effort. I had it written all on my sheet, okay? The first thing that really kind of sticks out at you, again, the energy and effort on both on both ends of the court. Right. So you've got Dyson getting in front of Luca at every turn, and then suddenly you've got Herb, who seemed like he was everywhere, right? Whether it's to get a block, helping out uh, Dyson containing Luca, or just rotating and being in the right spot to come up with a steal. I mean, you don't walk into five steals and two blocks like Herb did. No, that's all effort. That's an understanding of the game. And Herb was at his finest, right? He, we saw yet again reason why he should be an all-NBA defensive player, bar none. No doubt. If he doesn't make a team this year, Eric, I think the entire city of New Orleans needs to riot. But beyond that, that's contagious, 
right? That's why you just point out Zion had a couple steals, but so did Brandon Ingram. I think every single starter had at least one steal. Uh, and then, of course, when, when you're playing with that much energy, it translates offensively. Because not only did they get the transition bucket, they were sharing the basketball, right? The ball wasn't sticking. All the starters at least had four assists. So it was a beautiful display of basketball, Eric. And like I said, I, it was a shame it wasn't in the arena, but it was just right. as much fun probably from, you know, the seat in the living room. Yeah, to, to your point, 33 assists. 33 assists. And this is a far cry from what we've seen from this team um, you know, throughout the, throughout the majority of the season. Um, and, you know, again, I mean, I, the back-to-back lobs to Zion, I mentioned this the other day, you know, B.I. gets the, gets the, gets the, uh, the, the first one, and then, then uh, uh, Dyson Daniels off the steal. Uh, he gets the ball. I, I can't remember seeing back-to-back lobs to Zion since he's been in a Pelican uniform. <laughs> no, it's been few and far between, right? And this is a guy that normally likes to go up there and get it. I remember with Lonzo Ball, he had that connection early. But it wasn't – you're right. It, it just seemed very frequent last game. And I'll tell you right. what, they're working on it. Brandon Ingram and Zion are now working out post-practice, working on plays just like that, working Great on pick and roll. So I think we're about to see much more of this. Remember how yeah, earlier is. in the season, Eric, first couple of games, mm-hmm. one of those guys would have the ball. The other one would be cross-court, in the corner, not involved in the play. I think yes. the Pelicans' offense is about to grow tremendously because they're about to change that. Um. I want to go back to my notes because this is what I wrote, and I, and I did a monologue on this the other day, that what we saw against the Mavs the other night should be the expectation, not the exception. How do we see this brand of basketball night in, night out? Well, it's going to be a mindset, right? Zion talked about it right after the loss that he was glad they were about to play Dallas again. So I think immediately what that final buzzer sounded after the first game, these guys started thinking about, hey, payback. They have pride. They didn't want to lose for a second straight time on their home court. And sure enough, they did. They brought that energy. They talked about it in the post game, mentioning how they got up for it. But I like what James Brago said best. It's kind of easy to get up after a bad loss, right? And we've usually seen it, right, with this team. Whenever they've had a bad loss, they've usually bounced back um, under Willie Green last several years. But the good teams, Eric, what they do is they take a good win and, and they use that right, to be your motivation. So I'm very curious to see how the Pelicans, right, they come out on Friday and Saturday. So they figured out a way on how to play, how to win. You've got Herb back, right, you've got Najee back, you've got some of these guys that really do all those little things back. So energy shouldn't be a problem. Now it's probably just more of a matter of an execution, right, making sure Zion, B.I., and all those guys are on the same page. And if they are, then I think, right, you can use this as a springboard. But, again, you, you can't come in coasting. You can't come in, you know, whatever the reasons may have been, right, especially during that five-game losing streak. Hopefully they figure something out because Zion said it himself. That's not who we are. We don't, we don't even recognize that team saying that they were losing by, what, 20 points a game there for uh, most of those games. They, they yeah. were very, very lopsided losses. So I'm very curious to see if they can continue this, right, use that Dallas game and, and then finish off this home stretch right four more games at home uh, on a high note because they need to well and of course again going against teams that blew them out right mavericks blew them out again mm-hmm. uh the timberwolves blew them out denver blew them out so you got denver denver uh, and and uh and um uh minnesota on a back-to-back and then you have to uh, look sacramento's playing good basketball right now you got them next mm-hmm. monday and wednesday so you know there's no time to take off you and again this is 
a situation where you gotta you gotta go each and every night. You gotta go hard. Let me ask you about Larry Nance Jr. Fractured right rib. Uh, they say gonna reevaluate him in a couple of weeks. What, what's your thoughts there? How quickly he can come back? Well, I heard that he actually did some things in practice today. So it sounds like that he might be able to return as soon as you know that ten to fourteen day timetable mm-hmm. winds up. So then it becomes just a pain tolerance thing, right? Whenever you're involved with ribs and stuff like that, Eric, it's a pain right. tolerance thing. So I will say that Larry probably could use this time off, right? He didn't look physically 100% since the start of the season, right? After missing all the preseason, all the training camp, I thought he never just looked like he did at the first half of last season. So this two weeks or however many weeks he misses off could be a good thing. And I'll tell you what, here's another thing. I really like what the Pelicans have done by adding another, right, a, a third way or a third two-way guy in Jeremiah um, um, names escape me, Robinson Earl. I think that he can give you right. a little bit of small ball center. Mm-hmm. Right, he's proven to be a pretty good rebounder. He's got about the he same size, too, man. right as Larry. Yeah, I've been impressed, Eric. So he hasn't played much, but he's shown he can hit a three ball. He rebounds. Mm-hmm. He seems to understand defensively where he should be. I think with Larry missing some games, the Pels should be all right. Uh, final just went final. D- Dayton and LSU. Dayton beats LSU uh, men six seventy to sixty seven uh, in in a matinee game. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, CJ McCollum and when he may return. If you would also Murphy, because we were told that maybe around Thanksgiving he might come back. Trey is now running, Eric. He seems to be doing something, um, adding something more to his routine, his conditioning every week. And we saw it in training camp. Started off could only shoot flat-footed. Now he's progressed to, like I said, running and doing all these jump stops and stuff. So his return really is feels like it's right around the corner. He said himself he expects to be out there on the court before the end of this month, and I believe him. I think he's going to hit that shorter side of his original 10- to 12-week timetable, which would put him in right around Thanksgiving, like you said. And um, as for um, CJ, mm-hmm. we were hoping to get some better news, right? He's still... There's no timetable, according to Willie Green today. But I will say that initially they were happy with the prognosis that it wasn't as severe of a punctured lung, that collapsed lung, like he had two years ago. So the thought was, well, he's going to miss less time. There was even a thought he could start traveling with the team last week when they were still on their road trip. And as anybody knows, you don't go up in the air traveling on airplanes when you have a collapsed lung. So the the, the fact that he was able, the thought was that he was able maybe to be able to do it after less than a week after sustaining the injury really boded well. But now haven't heard so much. So fingers crossed at the most, just like it was in Portland when he had that initial injury, he could mm-hmm. miss anywhere from four to six weeks. I tend to still think we may see him before the end of this month, um, maybe in about a week and a half to two weeks. So I'm hoping next week we'll get some good news. Willie Green expect to be back for tomorrow night's game uh, against Denver? Yes. Yeah, he was in practice today. Looked good. Okay. And, and how did Borrego do, in your opinion? I thought he was fantastic. Me too. Um, look, the Pelicans, right, executed the game plan well. He answered all the questions perfectly. And, look, Eric, I don't have to tell you, but a lot of people may not know this. He's been a head coach for, you know, what, three seasons, right? Mm-hmm. In Charlotte, was in Orlando Magic for half a season or so. Right. So he's got the experience. This guy really knows his, his stuff, and the team, they trust him. I know he only came on board just towards the end of summer, but everybody loves him, understands him, refers to him as JB. So I know he's gotten through the players. He's already built relationships. 
Can't let you get away without not asking about Jordan Hawkins and, of course, his record-breaking performance through his first, uh, what now, 11 games? Mm-hmm. As James Abrego said, all this guy does is shoot, but that's a good thing, right, because he is a shooter. And he's a guy that never lacks confidence. That, that's the best part. Like, how many games has he had where he's had that off night, right? Only hit one out, say, eight or nine threes. But then he's had these enormous performances or he's hit some big-time shots. I, I just think it's fantastic. Compared to where he started at Summer League to where Absolutely. he is now, he's improved massively. And he's not out of position defensively as much. He's giving you some stuff off the dribble. And he seems to just to always be in the right place. So he's not playing like a rookie in my eyes. And remember when, we, Eric, we were talking about over the summer how chances are first half of the season will probably be in the G League? Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to sniff the G League. There's just no yeah. way. No way. No, he, like he's proven he, he's, he's NBA ready. And there's not a lot of guys coming to this league NBA ready. But, again, he did, did four years at, at UConn. So, again, you would think he would be NBA ready. Let me ask this last question for you. Can you decipher what Zion meant by taking a back seat in the offense? And, and again, it's not it's not the offense that uh, that, that it once was. It, can you break it down for us on, on again what he was trying yeah. to tell the, uh, the 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 media? Yeah, Eric, that was a little bit confusing, and I sense it was mostly frustration. And Zion actually cleared this up after the win over Dallas. He said what he meant by that was that he wants to take a back seat to the offense because he knows he himself is not one hundred one hundred percent out there. So his abilities, it's not there where he wants it to be, to where he should be relied upon, right? Whether it's initiating the offense or, you know, being a look to be a score, like four or five straight possessions. And we've seen it. He doesn't look like the same guy. He's getting his shot blocked more at the rim. He's having trouble, you know, dribbling through double teams where he's turning it over. He's falling off, you know, he's having the feet come out from underneath him several times a game. He just doesn't have that feel, that coordination, like we've gotten used to seeing, right, when he's been on the court last three years. So, Eric, the back, the whole backseat thing is him voluntarily saying, look, I'm just not 100%, so I've got to let my other teammates shine. I've got to trust them while I work myself into 100%. And that's it. It's as simple 100% as that. meaning he's not in 100% that's... shape, or, or he's still fooling with it? He's still feeling an injury? No, 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 no injury. Sorry, no. It's just working his game back in. Working his game back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good enough. Sounds good. Ali, thanks for the time. We will be off next Thursday because of Thanksgiving. So again, we won't be with you until the following week. But we thank you for your contribution to our program each and every week, and wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. Tell us all about the site. How folks can follow you on social media. Tell us all about it. Yeah, thank you, Eric. And I hope you you and your family have a great Thanksgiving and to all the listeners out there as well. You can catch all of our work over at www.thebirdrights.com and follow us on social media on X slash Twitter, whichever one you prefer. And uh, we should be recording a podcast next few days as I'm just about on the other side of this little nasty flu mm-hmm. bug. And look for some new articles. Going to be writing up something on Dyson Daniels, who I think has been impressive. In, in the wake of C.J. McCollum missing the last four games and really helping in all aspects. So we're going to be cheering out some, a lot of articles in the next few days as well. Please check us out. Thank you, Ali. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you feel better, my friend. We'll check in with you in a couple weeks. Yeah, thanks, Eric. 
There he goes, Ali Cassell. And, yeah, I'm, it's going to be a throwdown uh, for Thanksgiving for us. I got all the kids coming in. My son from Houston, daughter from uh, from Chicago, who, again, is pregnant with with her first child. My, my daughter from Nashville, who, again, we just had our first grandbaby uh, back in February. So the whole crew will be together with myself and my wife. So, yeah, we're happy. We're excited about Thanksgiving uh, 2023, no doubt about it. Hey, you want to get excited? I'll get you excited. You never have to worry about your power ever going out again. That excites me. i got to be honest with you, okay? Uh, when, they, when they installed that, gen, when Burkhardt installed that Generac generator in, in, in my backyard, uh, you saw a guy that, again, was, was excited as all excited can be. And why? Because my power never goes out now. I never worry about it anymore. I used to worry about, again, doing the show here and the power go out. I used to worry about the power going out again, trying to trying to get ready for the show the next day. My wife started working at home, worrying about that. I don't worry about it anymore. When the power goes out in my neighborhood, my, neighbor, uh, my power stays on. Why? Because, again, I have a Generac generator from Burkhardt. At Burkhardt, they offer you a new install quality check after one month. That means one of their uh, top uh, generator uh, team members will come out and show you how to, in, how to uh, operate the system. They'll offer you financing for that generator. You can take that and pay that, that over time. And then, again, they do their best, their absolute best, to give you a single-day install. Uh, with that single-day install, they offer you emergency service as well as maintenance service. They also have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your Generac generator. And Generac generator is in stock right now, ready to be installed in your home or business. Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home or business, sit down and do a consultation. He'll lay it out for you, all your options when it comes to a Generac generator. If you've done the research, it's a pretty quick, um, it's a pretty quick meeting. Uh, right now, it takes about two weeks to get a permit in Orleans, uh, about a week, and the rest of the metropolitan area, within two weeks, okay, they can have a Generac generator in your yard ready to be able to kick in when the power goes out. They handle everything for you from planning to permits to inspections. The whole process is done by, by, by our friends at Burkhardt. And, of course, Burkhardt are the experts when it comes to installing that Generac generator. Increase your property value. Get that peace of mind knowing when the power goes out in your neighborhood, your power stays on. It's a Generac generator from Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Before we let you go, don't forget about my friends over at New Orleans Tuxedo. If you're in the market for a tuxedo for your next uh, upcoming uh, formal event, uh, you know, don't go buy that tuxedo that's going to go out of style in a couple years. Again, uh, also, again, why pay 60 to 100 bucks more for the one-time rental of a tuxedo? When at New Orleans Tuxedo, you can get a complete classic tux and any vest and tie combination for 99 bucks. That's right, $99. It is the most inexpensive rental in town, and all the latest styles that color combinations you're looking for. Planning a wedding? My friends over at New Orleans Tuxedos are your wedding experts. They will work with your wedding planner or you to make that wedding a success. Again, uh, whether again it's looking for a certain type of tuxedo, uh, you're looking for a certain color scheme, well, they won't have it for you over at New Orleans Tuxedos. Mardi Gras balls, carnation balls, school dances, don't overpay for the one-time rental of a tuxedo. Go to New Orleans Tuxedo since 1963. New Orleans Tuxedo, 4959 West Napoleon, 486-5309. Get the right color, the right fit, and the right price for your next uh, formal event at New Orleans Tuxedo. That's New Orleans Tuxedos, doing it since 1963. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, this is Tim Duncan, Vice President of Athletics at your New Orleans Privateers. Join me every Tuesday at 3 p.m. for the NOLA's Team Radio Show. We'll discuss the latest in privateer sports with our coaches, student-athletes, and some of our most famous alum. Join us on 1061 Nash Icon, your privateer sports network. And remember, NOLA's Team, we are your crew. Let's go, privateers. 
This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperature is getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Eastbound Crescent City Connection is crawling. Lafayette to the I-10 merge taking you about a 30-minute delay right now. And eastbound I-10, Kenner to downtown, 33 minutes there. Now we go over on the westbound side of I-10 from Reed to the flyover. It's a 20-minute ride and an 11-minute delay. Eastbound I-10 Elysian Fields to the high rise running about 8 minutes. Only about a 5-minute delay though. And from flyover to the high rise running 16 minutes at this time. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen. Your largest investment? Call DA Exterminating we're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. With so many of our family members that have moved on to other cities, you may be on the road this Thanksgiving and Christmas, okay? If during the Christmas holidays, doesn't matter, folks. If you need your vehicle, again, uh, 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 you need your vehicle checked out. You need your vehicle. They all change. You need, uh, again, anything done with your vehicle, tires, etc. Go see my friends over at Southern Tire. Uh, I trust my vehicle with Southern Tire. Uh, again, my vehicle's out of warranty. I'm not going to pay that extra money at the, at the dealership when I can bring my, my vehicle over to Southern Tire where they've been doing it since 1972. 51 years of the Piazza family taking care of New Orleans, New Orleans vehicles. Of course, the best deals on tires, you will find bar none. Uh, you've got, again, quality auto repairs. You've got uh, wheels and tires up, up to 30 inches, okay, and the selection is outstanding. All the major brands are available, and even some of those major brands on sale right now. Go to southerntire.com and find out which brands are on sale. You can finance that over time as well. Keeping the vehicle on the road from, again, just everyday maintenance to, again, maybe so you have something that has gone wrong with your vehicle. They have the latest diagnostic equipment over, over at uh, Southern Tire that will take care of you. Also, again, those ASC certified technicians, uh, again, doing the work that's necessary. Also, folks, again, why overpay? Why overpay at the dealership when you get the same exact diagnostic equipment, ASC? certified technicians uh, over at Southern Tire. And then the Piazza family standing behind all the work that's done there. A member of the Piazza family on staff every day, Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's uh, wife, and also Tony's daughter, Jen. Uh, again, so one of the Piazzas will be there for you if you need to speak with them. They're open Monday through Friday from, from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Hey, you got problems with your rims? They, they need their damage, they need to be repaired, or maybe a new, new set of rims? Check out their large selection of rims as well. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Again, I trust my family's vehicle with Southern Tire. You can as well. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. 
dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. For 54 years, privateer student-athletes have proudly worn New Orleans across their chests. Join NOLA's team today. We are your crew. To learn more about New Orleans athletics and how to join our crew, go to unoprivateers.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Bobby Harris Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Also, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and uh, the Hideout Bar, as well as Oceana Grill, the mothership. That's right where it all started. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter, voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They are open seven days a week for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's home of New Orleans' best breakfast. Ladies and gentlemen, if you love breakfast, if you are just a breakfast aficionado, if you can't wait to try a breakfast at your favorite restaurants, you have got to try the breakfast at Oceana. It is outstanding. They start at 8 a.m. in the morning with their breakfast service. They go all the way to 1 p.m. Lunch is from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. And their dinner service is from 4 p.m. until the party stops. Usually about 1 a.m. is when they close the doors. Uh, but, again, fantastic cocktails. Cajun Creole dishes that are outstanding. And, of course, so much more. Try that, again, pancake challenge, if you dare, for, for breakfast. Many have tried. Many have failed. Also, again, uh, fantastic, New, uh, fantastic New Orleans cuisine, but also they have great steaks, burgers, barbecue ribs, pasta dishes, fresh Louisiana seafood, oysters on the half shell, char-grilled oysters making them right in front of you. Oh, my gosh. Oceana's a dining experience. Five private rooms that can accommodate your next event from 10 to 120 guests, an authentic French Quarter courtyard that is beautiful by day, spectacular by night, that you can dine in as well or have your next event. And, of course, Oceana knows how to put on a party. If you're planning on, again, going out and enjoying Thanksgiving dinner at a local restaurant, consider the Oceana family of restaurants. All will be open on Thanksgiving Day. They 
They will be serving, again, fried turkey with turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno cornbread with mustard greens, all that for 25 bucks. And if you'd rather have, uh, again, the Oceana family of restaurants uh, cater your upcoming Thanksgiving dinner, hey, give Erica a call at 504-525-3661. That's extension 211. Or go to your favorite Oceana restaurant website, and you'll have all that information right there on, again, uh, on, on the catering and also the Thanksgiving celebration. Oceana Grill. Uh, is the best time off Bourbon Street. Looking for a great place to hang out, grab a great bite to eat, cocktails, do it at Oceana Grill. That's Oceana Grill, open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m., 739 Conti at Bourbon. All right, joining us on the program now, our good friend Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. I say it each and every week because you should be watching this program on a daily basis. He does a fantastic job of giving you all a great insight into the LSU Tigers and all great sports here that are happening here in the state. Uh, he tells it like it is. He's got fantastic guests. It's a fun show. Uh, and, of course, you can watch it anytime you like, but it's on 7 and 9 each and every morning on YouTube. Um, and, of course, he joins us on the program now. Jordy, welcome to the show. E, thanks for having me, man. Always good. Jordy, it's 7 and 9, right? I did that correctly? Yes. Yes, 7, seven and 9. 7, I thought so. I thought so. Hey, before we get started, you tell us about your fantastic show, what you had going today, what you got going tomorrow. Yeah, we talked to Jim Nagy today. He was the, he's the uh, executive director of the Senior Bowl. Jaden Daniels just accepted his invite yesterday to play in that game. So uh, if you're looking for that conversation, it's cool. A little, uh, you know, little background to how they formed the roster. They just uh, passed legislation that uh, juniors can now participate in that game in the Senior Bowl. So um, you know, there's a lot more going into making those rosters and Nagy was explaining that this morning, but you can find it on YouTube, on uh, social media, at Colada Show, uh, if you're looking to uh, to keep up with it. He does a great job, folks. I, again, I, I, I tell you, watch him every day. Listen to him every day. All right, I got a couple questions for you from some listeners. Uh, one listener wrote in and said, um, what do you make of Angel Reese not playing in the second half of the game uh, and only and, and because and he wanted to know again, was it only because they were up by two points at half? What, what, what did what was what was the thought process behind Andrew Reese not playing in the second half? Well, I mean, I think you could tell by Kim Mulkey's demeanor and the way that she answered the question following the game on on Monday uh, earlier this week that right. uh, you know she was not happy with with with, with Reese and um, you know her, her stating that that was a coach's decision. I think went into some of the things that went on on the floor. You know, I think a shot went up that uh, necessarily that that you know coach coach Mulkey disagreed with, and that they've talked about. And you know, it was it was it seemed pretty defiant. And you know, there was some um, people that 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 were were talking that maybe some stuff happened at the locker room and at, at halftime. And um, you know, I mean, it just it, it, it it's going to be tough to to, to battle. You know Kim Mulkey on on that team. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I think you know she's going to be undefeated, <laughs> and yeah, and I, I think that she's teaching a lesson right now. And you know, I think Angel Reese is. You know, she's had a incredible summer, and you know, she's had a uh, a very rise, uh, fast rise over the last couple of months to to some you know international stardom, uh, really. You know, so I, I think you know she she may. Uh, need to, to to come down to earth a little bit, and I think that you know we're just kind of witnessing that real time. What happened with Dayton today? They had a fifteen point lead. Yeah, I mean, he, look at the end of the game. I think you saw it. They 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 couldn't they couldn't bat, break a press. They 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 couldn't defend. Um, you know, I mean, they could not 
um, execute. I mean, that, that was that was pretty painful at the end of the game there in, in the execution of, of of trying to preserve that victory because I saw the same thing you did. You know, I mean, they're up 15 late in that game. Um, you know, it's it's it, you got to win those games, and for for this team to uh, lose in the fashion that they did. You know, the first thing that, that, that stuck out to me is that they missed Jalen Cook. You know, I mean, I hate to make any type of excuse and something that you, you, know, you can't really fix. But, you know, I mean, the, the, the lazy turnovers, the inability to, um, you know, just execute down the stretch, find something easy, uh, find something that, uh, you know, would, would, could run offense with and, you know, something that you can, um, you know, just not play sloppy. You know, I mean, they're – that's a football team missing a quarterback. That's a basketball yeah. team missing a point guard. You know, I mean, that's yes. uh, it's very evident. And I think down the stretch, it was it, it was just glaring. You've done a lot on this this week. Break it down. Why is Jaden Daniels again should be the Heisman Trophy winner this year? Well, I think quite simply the answer to that is that he's the best player in college football. I, I think he's been that every single week that you turn on the film. And look, I was in Tuscaloosa two weeks ago. You take him out of the game, and I think it's it's as good of an argument as you can make of when he's in the game. I mean, you see what happens when he comes out of the game for LSU. The wheels fall off, right? And when he's in the game, you have a chance to win every single week. And, you know, him being penalized because they have three losses is one of the dumbest, laziest arguments I, I, I've heard. I mean, you're simply not watching the game if that's what you believe. I mean, he his margin for error – is, is an eyelash, and if you go back to it, a fumble in Oxford, an interception in Tuscaloosa, I mean, those have kind of been, you know, he makes one mistake, and, and the defense can't help him out at all, but the only reason why they're in the game, the only reason why they have a chance each and every week is because of five, and, you know, the country's been waiting on him to do something that is, you know, revolutionary and something that, you know, has not been done, and there you go. Last Saturday night in Tiger Stadium, he gave the world – you know, something that's never been done in FBS college football history. He was the first to rush for 250. He threw for over 300, and he's electric, man. I mean, he's he, he's the best player in the sport. He's the best quarterback. He's the biggest playmaker. He's he's consistent. He's tough. He checks every single box. And, you know, I think at this point for him not to be in, you know, at the very least in the discussion, um, you know, I, I believe the front runner I think is disrespectful. I, I really do. I, I think that – you know, for for him not to be receiving uh, the attention and, and the praise and the compliments that the game, his game that that he deserves, I, I think is you know that that that's lazy in, in college in, in college football. For as much access as people have who cover the sport, as easy as it is to watch everybody, as you know, you can find behind the scenes access to LSU, who's on ESPN every single day with the documentary of the past. I mean, you can learn about Jaden Daniels. You see who he is. I mean, this guy is, uh, he's, he is, he is the Heisman trophy. I mean, he's, he's, he's model off the field and, you know, you turn on the film and you show up on Saturdays and he's the best player on the, on, on the, on the field every week. So I can't say enough about him. I I really can. The way he's playing the quarterback position right now is, you know, something I never thought I'd see again in Baton Rouge with, you know, Burrow leaving a couple of years ago. And, you know, we've, we've been so blessed with Breeze and Burrow and people like that sure. coming through over the last 15 years. And here's Jaden Daniels with a seat at the table because he's playing he's playing the position as good as I've ever seen it played. I mean, there is, there is no answer 
for him. There is, in my opinion, there is no defense that could stop him. I would agree. And, and, and again, what you want to see out of a collegian is getting better from one year to the next. Mm-hmm. And just looking at how he has improved from last year to this year has been phenomenal. Unreal. I mean, you know, I think the easy answer to that is the ability to throw the ball down the field. He, you know, he started to make some plays down the field in this game last year. If you remember, he hit Jaray Jenkins deep in the Florida game at the Swamp last year, and it kind of opened up some eyes like, wow, if he can do that, you know, I mean, they had people kind of saying, man, if he can really develop that part of the game, it's scary to think of what he could be, and here you go. You know, I mean, he's he's just – he's so precise. He's so accurate. I mean, you know, some of the passes that he puts on Neighbors and Thomas, yeah, those guys are world-class. You know, I mean, I think they're a pair of first-rounders, and, you know, Malik Neighbors deserves to, you know, probably win the Blitnikoff. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, obviously they're they're extremely talented, but – I mean, his his accuracy, his timing, his ability to see it and and diagnose it and make the play, um, man, it's it, it's very special. You know, I mean, it's, it's things that we've seen, we've been able to see here in South Louisiana as, as football fans up close, all of us with with Breeze and Burrow. But you know, I think Daniels is is in that class. I really do. I think that he's you know he he's as bright and as as gifted as as those guys are and. He's playing the position right now as at a high of a level as, as I've seen. Yeah, you know, there's a two-year out on, on Derek Carr's contract. And if I'm the Saints, I, I, there's no way I'm letting this guy get to someone else if, if again, he's available on either the, the first or second-round pick. And i got a feeling he's going to be a first-round pick before it's all said and done. We had Jim Nagy on this morning, and a guy that I, I thoroughly respect. He was an 18-year sure. scout in the league. He, I mean, he guy was on six Super Bowl teams, four that won the game. And I asked him today. I, I, I was shocked. I said, "Has has Daniels played himself into the top ten yet?" And he said he spoke to scouts, you know, as as recent as two weeks ago that said they had him in the fourth round. Um, I, I, Nagy said he called him after Saturday night and said, "Look, he they no way he makes it to the fourth round." But no way. you know, I still think that you know he, he is. I think he's one of the fastest climbers in the draft. I mean, mm-hmm. what else do you need to see? Right. I mean, really. I, I mean, if you're an NFL scout, what what else do? You, if if I'm watching Jalen Hurts playing the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. I'm watching guys like you know, that are playing this position at that level in the skill level that they have. I mean, there has to be a couple of general managers and head coaches that are falling at the mouth to get this guy. I mean, yeah. because of just how spe- – the speed is what is what is, mm-hmm. is the, is the, the part. The next gear. The gear that he has, I nobody mean, else has. <laughs> I mean, it, it is – I mean, I've seen people break away. We've all seen people break away, and it looks like mm-hmm. they're straining. Their head's bouncing. Their pads are right. bouncing off their shoulders. I mean – you know, like he he looks like a he looks like a an antelope in in the open. Yep. I mean, like he's just like gliding out there. There's no effort. There's no uh, he plays the game with a very mm-hmm. uh, sense of ease to it. Yep, no doubt. Jordy, thanks for the time as always. Each and every week, we'll be off next week for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I got about thirty seconds. Tell us about the show and how folks can follow you on social media. Happy Thanksgiving to you, E, man. And as I always say, man, I, I am grateful for, for the opportunity to be here each week and the, the platform that you provide us and our show. And I tell you all the time, my wife and I are down in New Orleans, and people come up to me and tell me that they hear the show on Inside New Orleans and see us on the on on the platform. And right. um, you know, I just I, I can't tell you how much we appreciate that and what that's done for for us and our brand down there in New Orleans. So. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas to to all your listeners, to you especially, and I'll be seeing you soon, my friend.
There you go. Thanks so much. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you in two weeks. All righty. See you, man. There he goes. At, at, at Jordy Collada and the Jordy Collada Show. All right. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Looking for a company you can trust. Uh, when you need emergency service, they'll be there for you. With a Burkhardt employee answering the phone, dispatching one of those 15 trucks out to your home or business to take care of you. Uh, a company you can trust, a company I've trusted for decades is Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Shop Black Friday every day and get the best new deals all month long only at Lowe's. Right now, buy one DeWalt 20-volt max four-tool combo kit. Get two select tools free. That's up to a $438 value. Plus, get up to 50% off select vanities, faucets, and showerheads. Shop in-store and online today because Lowe's knows deals. Vial through 1122. While supplies last. Selection varies by location. Hey, Saints fans. We're Dully DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. We all know that on game day, the Dome is a special place to be. It's where our Saints show up to lay it all on the line. At Dully DeBosier, we love cheering for the Saints. And we love representing our fellow Saints fans all across Louisiana. Demand Dully DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Call 444-4444. That's 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315662. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Open this Sunday for this extraordinary once-a-year store-wide event. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Shop Lowe's Black Friday every day. Get the lowest prices of the year on select major appliances and save an extra $100 on every $800 you spend. Valid through 1122. See Lowe's.com for details. Selection varies by location. Eastbound Crescent City Connection is crawling. Lafayette to the I-10 merge taking you about a 30-minute delay right now. And eastbound I-10, Kenner to downtown. 
33 minutes there. Now we go over on the westbound side of I-10 from Reed to the flyover. It's a 20-minute ride and an 11-minute delay. Eastbound I-10 at Legion Fields to the high rise running about 8 minutes. Only about a 5-minute delay though and from flyover to the high rise running 16 minutes at this time. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, coming up next is Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. So keep it right here on, on uh, 106.1 on WLA-TV. It is uh, the, you know, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports featuring Ricardo LeCompte and also uh, Brett Martell, the Associated Press. Thanks to Gary Smith, Ross Jackson, Ali Cassell, and Jordy Collada for joining us in the program. Rudy back in the studio. Thanks to all of our sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors that sponsor our program. Uh, we thank you for the support of our sponsors and our, support, our sponsor support of our program. And don't forget Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bay's Kitchen, Cat Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar are all open on Thanksgiving Day. They can also cater your Thanksgiving event. Just go to the website of your favorite restaurant. You'll find it there. All right, tomorrow's the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Looking forward to another great show. Thank you for listening. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catcher to the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go. You're already-